Hello and welcome. I totally was not stuffing spam and eggs into my mouth. Well, <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> welcome Ooh. to episode eight of Silver and Steel, a D&D 5th edition campaign right here on D&D Beyond. And as always, every single time myself or one of our wonderful cast members rolls a D20, you and the audience have a chance of winning a mythic bundle, a legendary bundle. Why did I say mythic? I don't know, but because uh, we have also... a mythic dice, we get a mythic <laughs> dice are available right now. Yeah, <laughs> yes, mythic dice are now available on D and D Beyond as well. I'm very, very excited to get into this chronicle with you all. But first, let's go around and introduce all of our wonderful players. You know what? Since you've got the most striking and appropriate image right now, I'm going to start with B Dave. <laughs> oh, watch this, y'all! Press the digitation. Boom. Boom. Oh. <laughs> hey. Uh, hello, B. Dave Walters. I'm playing the lucky boy freely. Uh, I say words about things. We were saying words about things on this very channel earlier today. If you didn't see today's Todd Talks, please watch the VOD. We said a lot of important stuff, but uh, now we're here to have some fun. Yeah, definitely check that out. <laughs> Lauren? <laughs> Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the community manager for Dean to Beyond. That VOD that B. Dave is talking about, uh, you can watch it right after the show on this Twitch channel, or you can go to our YouTube channel. It'll be up tomorrow. I would just like to say, what sort of monster cut my intro short expressly so you'd be mid-chewing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, now I'm like definitely the least professional. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just making me wish that I had some some eggs. Like, that sounds Right? Good yeah. Breakfast for dinner. It's the best way to go. It is the um, best way to go. Brenner is mm -hmm. amazing. That I love Brenner. That's, that's high level adulting right there. I acknowledge <laughs> you for this. I acknowledge you for this. Speaking of adulting, Megan, why don't you introduce yourself? <laughs> As well as Hi. grandma made grandma made it is a grandma <laughs> my name is megan kendrick i'll be playing sophias a level four alchemist artificer and my real life grandma made me this apron so it is grandma made <laughs> it is grandma made <laughs> and last but not least todd i am todd Ken kendrick i'm the creative director over at D, D beyond i play avron and he is a level three artificer armorer <laughs> because i apparently make bad life choices for myself and also children that are goblins so mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. goblin children are the best kind of children best children. Or, yeah. it, was, it was a questionable decision maybe not bad questionable there's, questionable there's, there's, at least there, when there's, Daisy, an there's an asterisk next to it there's an asterisk next to it yeah. when Daisy I armed a child saves the world <laughs> then it, we will know it was the right decision and uh that leaves me i'm that bronze girl i'm so excited to dive in today's into today's campaign so when we last i saw the anticipation where everyone's like is she gonna be able to finish that bite before we get back <laughs> When we last left our intrepid party, they uh, ventured into a collapsing mine, came across a strange rock creature, uh, the nature of which they could not determine themselves. And now they have found themselves at <clears throat> Sal's bar, uh, where they seek answers to all of their questions. On today's agenda, they've got a meeting with Sal's sister that they previously knew as Sally, but now we found out her full name is Salome. And uh, they got drunk. And passed out. <laughs> Sophia's is hurting right now. Yeah, yeah, it's probably like a little bit of a headache, a little bit of migraine action going on. However, tonight is the night you are to embark on a very special hunt with a friend you made some nights ago. So our heroes awaken after a long rest. Ugh. Yay. Uh, Whose apron is this? <laughs> Whose spoon is this? And why does it smell like beer and soup? And as uh, Sophia's aunt, you know, asks these questions. It wakes up freely one room over and freely um, you receive a message. <clears throat> Hi, freely. 
We hope you're okay. We're fine. Having lots of adventures. Please tell us where you are and if you need any help. Orkira, hey, uh, I'm all right. Uh, I'm with Averin, Sophia's, and a stabby construct that reminds me a lot of you. Uh, I got to punch Averin, and... <laughs> That's 25 words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that checks out. Yep, that works for me. And almost like static popping, you know, the voice kind of fades out and dies out, and you feel like the connection is lost. No, it's never lost. <laughs> it Aww. lives on in your heart. Callie, you wake up and you notice that there is a letter back in your special journal that you write in. Yay! The hand is not familiar to you. The letters look very spindly and uh, the hand almost looks like it's untrained in writing. And the words read, hello, is anyone out there? Uh, this is disturbing. I will immediately write back and say, who is this and why do you have this book? You're not immediately met with a response. Okay. Are we all in the same room or are we in separate rooms? You were given separate rooms. Well, two of you were. Avery and Sophia have their own house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I would have... <laughs> so if I've woken up uh, from my, my six hours of century and gotten this and uh, if Freely is not awake, I would have made sure to go downstairs and ordered breakfast to be left outside for him because while I'm not familiar with uh, an actual hangover, I'm familiar with what other people have experienced. And so yes. spam and eggs is on the on the menu and lots of water. And then <laughs> I'm going to go sit in kind of the common room in the corner and just keep an eye on that page and wait mm -hmm. to see if I, I get a reply because that's not happened in my book before. Yeah, yeah. When you also I, notice you haven't been getting your regular correspondence from your father either. Um, you're not sure if it's due to some interference from when you fell through the atmosphere onto this planet or from when you came up from below the ground, but something seems off. It's almost I like the radio's tuned into a different frequency. Mm. Yes, Freely. When I reply to ascending, do I say it out loud or is it full, purely internal? Uh, I, I, I actually don't know. I know, I yeah, I know. Send, I know. Message only the recipient hears you, but sending, I, I'm not sure. Sending, you can reply in your head. Uh, I'm gonna double check. I have to be on a different character in order to see sending. Uh, you send a short message. The creature hears the message in its mind, recognizes mm. you as the sender if it knows you, and can answer in a like manner immediately. So it's kind of up to you, but uh, you don't I have to say it out loud. I feel like Freely would have. I don't know if Orkira heard it. He very much would have been like, oh, Orkira, uh, hey, uh, you know, like literally, like doing both probably. So I guess Whether... that's up to Jasmine and Todd. <laughs> oh, you're muted. Oh. Silence. I'm, I've been hit with silence. No, I, I definitely, I've, I've experienced sending before. Like I would have replied to Orkira. It's just whether or not uh, Callie heard me as well is what I mean. Oh. Yeah, because I would have said it out loud while I was like excited, like thinking like they yeah. were nearby. I would say Callie would be pretty nearby since she made sure breakfast was left at your door. I probably wouldn't have gone on in, but it's good to know. Yeah, she'll yeah. still be downstairs with the book preoccupied, but she'll make a she'll make a note of that. Uh, I'm probably waiting downstairs in the inn at this point. I will have made my way from the house, hopefully, if that's okay. Yeah, of course. I'm still kind of meandering in the house. My face grimaces, and I reach for my beaker and melt butter, 
And I'm going to put in some of those nice axolotl egg whites we collected two episodes ago Mm -hmm. and nurse my hangover for a few more minutes before I join everybody else. Okay. When Freely sees Averin, I dropkick him because this was a a purchased thing that I committed to do. Just walk right up to him and just both feet. Boom. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm like, I had a dream that... Keen and Celise were trapped somewhere terrible, and it was your fault. And they, and you, I don't know what you're up to, Averin, but none of that trickery stuff you used to do all the time. I, I, I think you're having strange dreams, uh, freely. Uh, I don't think that's, uh, I mean, yeah, I did, but yeah. So, anyways, no, everyone's fine. Everyone's fine. You probably were having a strange dream because I, I, when breakfast was delivered, I heard you talking in your sleep, maybe? You were talking to someone I did not know, but. I do not know all of your friends. When she says that, my eyes kind of widen for a second, and I legit, like, point at Averin, uh under the table like Han Solo, and I hit him with message. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> like and I, I relay to him Orkira's message. I'm like, Orkira message, man. She said, and then I said, and then I, I tell Averin what happened. Ooh. <laughs> Just say that out loud over across the table. <laughs> it, so what did she say again? How is Okira? What's that, that stupid sending? You can't say much, but I told her that I got to hit you. I'm sure they're gonna get a big kick out of that part. Uh, I mean, I, I guess she's okay. She she was worried about me. I they asked where I was, but I still don't know. Yeah, I don't even know. Well, I mean, for now, and then I do sort of look around, and I'm like, but there's still people here that need our help. Yeah. So that's something. Yeah. See, you're a hero. Has Stops. all of this been in a message, or is any of this? No, been no, no. The, this is yeah, a... the rest of this. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. Although so, when he when when he says you're a hero, I do just start. I just kind of go stop saying stuff you know works on me, and then I finally start eating <laughs> food, Kelly. <laughs> yeah, the food is hearty. It's delicious. Yeah, it is there. It is like the this village's equivalent of spam. It's meat that's been salted and cured, and and you know, kind of like packed very tightly uh, using dried seaweed. Uh, along with two sunny side up eggs from something larger than a chicken, because the eggs are pretty large, and a nice thick slab of bread. Uh, these aren't dragonborn eggs, are they? No. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems, you know, wrong on some level. Now I'm curious. You though. notice when you take a bite that you haven't seasoned your eggs, but they are a little spicy. Do I care? Ooh. Why? <laughs> I think I'm going to not care enough to care. <laughs> I, I would hope that there wouldn't be any food here from a sentient creature. That would, seems wrong. I'm like, well, I happen to know that chickens can be excellent conversationalists if given the proper opportunity, but, you know, sometimes you didn't get to be there. Really? I've never had the opportunity to get an answer back from a, a chicken. Oh, yeah. Well, you should try to tell you. You got to listen more, Callie. You know, they're little dinosaurs. No, they're ferocious things. Mm-hmm. I can try to psychically connect with one. Maybe I'll have uh, the same kind of nope. luck that I had with the no, horses. No, just make sure we're not on the call. Thank you. I, I just, don't need that in my brain. I do put my hand on her hand, and I'm like, be careful, though, Kelly. They are ferocious. And well, then go back to eating. I never underestimate any creature that has claws like that, for <laughs> sure. But thank uh, you. Averin, where's Sophia? She was. She went in pretty hard last night. <laughs> yeah, she's hungover. <laughs> okay. Sophia's is making her way down to the to the inn mm-hmm. to meet with everybody else. She's starting she's, to feel better. She's rallying. <laughs> she'll be fine. She drinks more than I do, so she'll be okay. 
I'm going to check my since, book again. Has anyone replied? Since no, I can, the page is ominously silent. Since with my lay on hands, I can neutralize the poison. Can I do anything to help Sophia's hangover if I see she's visibly in pain mm -hmm. when she walks in? Mm, yeah, you could attempt to do something like that. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. like, oh, oh, no, Sophia's here. No, they're right behind, right behind the ears. You know, <laughs> like as a pressure point, it'll help. And then I hit her with lay on hands. <laughs> what did you just do? You made my headache go away. It's magic. Well, I'm all Once about the magic. Maybe someday you can teach me how to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's a, it's an old it's an old halfling trick. Hey, um, real quick, uh, random question. Don't know that I want to know, but I think Avon wants to know. Why are these unseasoned eggs already spicy? Do you know? I know you live here. You're a chef. Do you know what these are? Where did you find those? I'm on the table. Who cooked? Who cooked them? This is mm -hmm. the food from the inn. I just delivered it to Freely's door because I figured that he would be feeling under the weather after all of the beer. She like smells her spoon. And then smells the eggs. Does it smell the same? She's no. a little hazy. Yeah. <laughs> There's not much crossover. Okay. I don't really know why they are spicy, but she takes a bite of them. No, they taste pretty good, though. Mm. Yeah. Oh, thank you for breakfast, Callie. I just, I didn't, I didn't know. You, you have a excellent taste. I do my best without being able to. Mm. I look, is the cook the same person from last night or is it someone else? It's someone else. This time it's a burly old orc. Is it possible they just fed the chickens a lot of a, a lot of peppers? Do you say this out loud? Yes. Yeah. As you say this, he says, fire rocks. I'm sorry, what? You feed chickens fire rocks? That's monstrous. No, it's what you cook the eggs on. You got some nice, good, crackly rocks down from deep in the earth. And then you crack the eggs on them. They're some nice and spicy. Oh, that's fascinating. I would love to have a chance to see that process the next time that you make these. So Fias is going to try and I'll steal steal one of those uh, spicy rocks. One okay. of those fire rocks. You'll have to crawl over the bar and into the kitchen. She's going she's gonna to eat her invisibility gum first. I was about okay. to say, not have to, get to. I get to. I'm just watching all of this horrified. <laughs> we survived a uh, giant uh, wear dial. We survived uh, uh, slime and goo and giant snake thingies. And then we went, we survived a cave in. And then we talked to elementals. And then, but you're really worried about the case of the spicy eggs right now. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the immediate threat, right? Like all, everything else that's happened. Oh, by the way, we have to go on a hunting mission with a, with a fish man. I just sort of I only say my, that because I can't pronounce it and I'm ashamed. It's just sort of put my hand on my stomach and I'm like, oh, it's a threat. No, it's a threat. But uh, and as oh, you no, no, as no, you no. say the, the words fish man, uh, you hear uh, a voice kind of musically float down to you from the top of the stairs where Sal addressed you yesterday. And she says, uh, what's this about fish men? And you notice it's a it's an elderly goblin female. Oh, shh. I think you have a meeting with me today. Are you Salome? That is I. Oh, excellent. Ooh. Yes, we were just finishing up breakfast and then we were going to come and see you. I don't You're know. Late. I didn't know we had a specific time just the morning, but my apologies. We can. My brother said you would be here at 8 a.m. Unfortunately, he did not say I that. I am on to the us. landing at 8.15 and you are sitting here eating eggs. Tisk, tisk. <laughs> ah, so we were both late. All right. 
and then I hop down and head her way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to take one last look at the book to see if there's any updates. Empty still. Uh, put it away and follow freely. There you is get a one. hunch that you'll have to wait until night to get another message. Oh, okay. <laughs> there is one thing, though. It's part of my continuing effort to figure out where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything I can roll to see if I've ever heard of like using rocks from deep in the earth to season food, like culturally, like the same way, like I'm aware of like wok cooking from some places in the world of stepping yeah. on grapes in some places yeah. in the world. Um, go ahead and give me a history check. All right. Let's see. That is not my strength. Ooh, rolling my new mythic dice though. Hello. Come on, baby. Let's see. <laughs> 15. This is something you've heard of. Like, being a way to slow cook stuff if you have no other option but it's not something mm. you've ever heard of imparting flavor to food mm, got it okay that all right makes sense like you've heard sure. of, a, of, of a version of this you you know that some in some cultures people will like dig really deep and and put things inside the earth to cook slowly uh, especially near areas where there's lava flow um so you get the hunch that maybe there might be some lava flow here or around this area the flavors in the sulfur. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Has yeah. Sophia's returned yet from her hunting mission? Did I get it? Did I get the, did I get do you the have spicy a way to, rock? Do you have a way to pick it up? Uh, I was kind of hoping to investigate it to see if there's like a chunk that's broken off that I could just lift and steal. There there are like, sure enough, you do see he's spread across like his normal griddle, like like these like sort of rocks that he's like frying things up on. They are very, very hot. But there are like small like pieces, but they're all incredibly hot to the touch. Uh, okay. I'm going to, can I wait until he looks away? I wonder mm-hmm. if I could use something from my alchemy jug to cool it down. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm waiting for you to use mayo on the, on the rocks. <laughs> I mean, really, I'm waiting for you to use mayo. To yeah, cool you're invisible rocks. and he's cooking. So okay. I'm not going to have you roll for like whether or not he sees you. It'll okay. mostly be for picking up the actual rock uh well i didn't want him to see this but i'm gonna throw two gallons of mayonnaise on it yes okay oh god that's gotta be the worst smell on earth yes so as you throw two gallons of mayo on the hot rocks (laughs) give me a dexterity save sure really you just see my face just (laughs) the smell i I, I just look right at you i'm like no don't fight it breathe it in get in your lungs (sighs) Yeah. Well, that is a unique odor I've never smelled before. Uh, I rolled a five. Uh, I would have asked for a 12. You take nine points of scalding damage as the mayo hits the searing hot rocks and immediately does that thing when you add oil to a hot pan. Just oh, no. sprays oh. everywhere, uh, including ah! the half orc. You notice he looks startled, but he's also like, oh, did that thing tip over again? And he barely flinches. Like he's like used to being burned. And then you notice he he's actually flipping the eggs like with his bare hands. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Amazing. And, now, and then he says, now there's mayo all over the rocks. And he like pushes some of it off to the side. And it, But yeah, as soon as the mayo hits the hot rock, it just turns into like liquid and flops off. Did he hear me scream? Um, the, I would say the sound of the mayo hitting the coals is so hot. Okay. Like it would make such a loud hissing so- sound that it would probably like obliterate any sound of, of you gasping or screaming. Okay. I'm going to, um, get back to the group and <laughs> lick my wounds. <laughs> Liter- literally. 
Are you still invisible? I think yeah. I could smell your you now. Yeah, like she smells like hot grease. You know? <laughs> Was it worth it? It might have been worth it. This is not the first time that we might have ended up in a fight because you wanted to pinch someone's food. This is not the last time that I'm going to try and lift one of those spicy rocks. I'm going to have one of those. Okay, well, make sure you get a spicy rock. I'm going to. Later, maybe. Yep, okay. Am I I just like, does it just look like a floating burnt mayonnaise (laughs) right now? Yeah, it would probably be like you would see it's still sizzling and like popping off of you the way like (laughs) hot oil does. Like you'd still see like a little bit of that effect, maybe some steam, but they can't see your actual form. I would okay. hit her with prestidigitation once I'm like, oh, that looks painful. Hang on. Let me just, <laughs> I'm like, you got a little, you got, you got, you got a little. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Freely. You've been a lifesaver today. How much damage did you take? Nine points. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds. <laughs> I rolled really high on my like two D6s. I am casting for the first time in my D&D career in the last 30 years. I'm casting Cure Wounds on a a boiling mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. <laughs> We're just waiting for you to say Mayo burn. Okay. Mayo I'm, burn. I'm going to roll my dice. Ooh, those are pretty dice. I should have known. Seven. I heal for oh, seven. Very nice. Oh, thank you for that. It was stupid, but I now know that I can cook with rocks. It is very convenient if I can get my hands on one of those without mm-hmm. burning them. Be like a little hot plate. Exactly. No. Sophia, the next time you would like to go on that excursion, let me know. I'd be more than happy to help. Oh, Callie, you don't feel pain. Well, I do, uh, but I I definitely you... could help you with the sneaking part. Okay. And probably uh, Sophia the... Sophia still doesn't know much about what Callie is. She's learning about her. I mean, I'm happy to answer any questions that you have, but uh, I believe we need to go talk to Salome first. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Uh, wh- wh- why are we talking to Salome again? I can't remember. Uh, um, has... literally, literally everything. Oh, okay, right. Okay, good <laughs> she... point. Let's go see her. The door to her study is, is slightly ajar. Okay. You notice there's a golden nameplate on it, and her office is, a, is across from her brother's, Sal's. His says in gold letters, Salazar Swizzle Swap. And hers says, Salome Swizzle Swap. And, um, like, before you even go in, like the smell hits you. It smells a lot like old books, old parchment, ink, and even like the smells of like ammonia and uh, different solvents. You get a strong formaldehyde smell. It's pretty pungent in here. When you enter, it's it, feel, it looks a little smoky. Some of that is from the different tests she's been running. The rest of it is just from the sheer amount of dust that's in here. She has a lot of large, old, bony specimens thrown haphazardly around the place. There's stacks of paper everywhere. There's books everywhere. There's large drawings and large, like, sort of murals and stuff she's made on the ground out of charcoal. Um, and uh, then, then you see her. She has uh, very large glasses, a hooked nose, and she's got the beginnings of, like, a little mustache. And she is very slight in nature she's tiny she has like a little gnarled crooked walking stick uh that looks like it's made out of like the twisted limb of an old tree that has wood that's almost honey in color and uh her hair is still shockingly dark uh it's like this very nice dark almost like a midnight purple color and it's um draped over her shoulder in a french braid 
She looks at you all keenly. <clears throat> Salome, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Well, we might be better. Um, we've encountered monsters. I feel like there's been plots to cause the entire two towns to fight each other. Talk to a fish man named something. I forget. Uh, Hank, fish man. Hank. His name is Hank. Hank? Hank the Memeridian? And, and Grumble was the elemental. Grumble the elemental. We, we met an elemental in the mine um, hmm. before being almost crushed. Um, seems like there's a lot of weird supernatural things happening around town, which you know usually I'm very used to, but it seems to be very, I don't know. I don't want to say it's orchestrated, but it seems like a lot. It seems like a lot of things are happening, actually. Really? Uh, there was also Soweta, the snake monster. Yeah, it's been an eventful yep. two, three days. Um, specifically, um, when I'm looking at Sally, mm-hmm. I want to see, is there any visible appearance connection between her and Daisy or her mom, Wendy? Like, do they have a, are they a similar coloration? Do they have similar features? Like anything mm-hmm. that would make me think they're related? Yes. Like you could tell they're probably geographically from the same area. Uh, mostly because okay. their clothing and mannerisms are kind of the same, and they all have that little bit of a nasal twang. But like nothing in here, like a family photo or a portrait, that's going to make me think like Daisy's her niece or something. Then <laughs> maybe um, we should mention what happened. <laughs> give me an investigation check. That is not my strength. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rolling my big old Theros dice. Oh, that's a that's a big old four. So this all seems legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't you don't notice anything. And it occurs to you like, well, if I say all goblins look the same, there's yeah. some connotation with that. I'm sure they're yeah, that, not related. There's probably no relation. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be a jerk assuming they must be related if they're goblins and they just know or they have to know each other, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Although I do, I do I that is internally I'm thinking that, but externally mm. I do say uh, there was also Soweta, um, the barren mm. mother. It looked like there was a summoning circle or something down there, and it was in the mud and there were there was eggs and then like uh, there was a dead axolotl but like a big old axolotl like an axolotl mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. yeah and mm-hmm. uh and, and and we were told there's somebody that came from the far swamp and left muddy footprints and they were tall and we have cause to believe that it was a humanoid person uh, i personally think um maybe it's uh chuck Senna because nobody knows where chuck Senna was at the time right. and uh, averin is the nightest miles and stink i saved your life Yes, uh, she's the Knight of Ponies. Callie is the Knight of Ponies. Uh, she is the Knight of Bacon. I am the Knight of Metal, Shiny Metal at Gold. Um, and uh, we're pretty much caught up. I think I think you've got you got the bullets. You got the bullets now. You forgot about the baby elemental. Yes, there was a baby elemental. Yeah. Um, also, we helped the people of Hinge. Also, we were accosted by some cultists that had fled from Hinge. Uh, we know where that happened to the silver. Somebody wanted the guards out. Somebody, oh, yeah, somebody's trying to trigger a war between us and Hinge. Also, there's that. If you're interested in, like, a bucket load of dead catfish, we have that as well. Oh, please, no more with the catfish. Oh, no, Adrian, I, I threw that out a long time ago. When the horses refuse to eat it, I throw it out. Oh, okay, it's- right. Never mind. Sorry. Uh, cancel the catfish. We don't have that. She moves forward with almost alarming speed for how old she seemed before, right? She like scuttles forward and uh, using her walking stick knocks the door shut really loudly and then scuttles back to her desk. And then instead of going behind it and sitting on on the chair, she throws a bunch of the stuff off, plops her butt on the desk, and then she says, this is very interesting. Wrong voice, but... That's this her serious is very voice. interesting. Tell me everything. But I, like I, I think 
well. We have to sort out what is relevant and what is not relevant. That will be the biggest task. You're not just pulling my leg, are you? Sometimes young people like to come through here and get me to say stuff because they think I'm crazy. No, actually, this is the one time I'm being honest. Yeah, and Freely was right about everything, I think. And first of all, I need that's somebody record that he just said that. Also, um, Callie, I can take I believe it back right now. You took something from the creature, the Werodile, the metal. You you took bits of the metal, did you not? I will pull out. I think it's in Sophia's bag, but I'll pull out the fangs. There were these two big lavender-ish fangs, and I'll pull them out and hand them on mm-hmm. over to Salome and say, "There's quite a bit that we have investigated. I can give you detailed descriptions of some of the." This wasn't from the Weirdal. This was from the uh, the snake creature that we took. She like snatches it out of your hand really quickly. She pops open the cork, smells it, pulls it out, licks it. Spicy. Puts it back in. That's interesting. We've we've encountered quite a bit, and I can give you details about some of the the investigations that I've done for many of these creatures. And we were told to come to you because you have expertise in a lot of the creatures and lore of this area. So uh, what would you like to begin with? Some. What would you like to know about? Would you like to know about this, the spicy fangs? Uh, Yeah, that's a good start, actually. Yes, please. Well, it seemed like you already knew, because one of you mentioned a barren mother. Well, yeah, freely mentioned that, but, you know, expand on that. Oh, yes. Sit around, sit around. She, like, motions (laughs) to the floor. To the floor? Mm-hmm. She like plops off of yeah. her desk and like goes and pushes a bunch of stuff out of the way, a bunch of bones and things out of the way, globes, and she pulls out a very dusty, very old chalkboard. And she wheels it forward. It's covered in all kinds of math and formulae. Taking her hand, she dusts it off, wipes it off, slaps her hand on her leg to get the chalk off of her hand, grabs a piece of chalk, and she says, are you ready to take notes? <laughs> Sophia's plops down with childlike enthusiasm and says, yeah. <laughs> I required a thing to take notes on, but yes, absolutely. And she'll pull out her, her pencil, but she needs mm-hmm. a writing something to write on. She like scuffles about and she grabs a bunch of old sketches of uh, some type of winged creature. And she's like, these are all wrong. I don't need these anymore. And she throws them at you. You can use the backside. Thank you. Really openly, loudly sighs because he is a halfling of action, not of lessons. And with mage hand, I sit because I was told to, but I use mage hand to just start picking at things in here. Like the way I would walk around and just pick things up and look at them and put them yeah. down. Yeah. Just like doing it with the mage hand from there in the middle of the floor. I just kind of, okay, when I try to lean in because I'm wearing armor and I'm old and everyone seems a little bit more decrepit than usual, I, like, kind of do a hard flop onto the ground, (laughs) and I look ridiculous, because I have just... (laughs) I'm trying to cross my legs in plate mail, like, really is, and it's just not working with with the joints. Averin and Callie both sit in, like, at the same (laughs) time, but Callie just kind of gracefully folds into herself and and just sits really <laughs> nice and gracefully and you're just like clunk 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 i'm trying to look super casual and <laughs> i'm making a <laughs> lot of noise it's just like bang bang <laughs> <laughs> and but when i do i see like things start to float around the room and i just look over freely and i just get like <clears throat> Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I just uh, keep it all up here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, please proceed. Wait, Callie, 
Well, yes. actually, OOC, have we ever seen you write in your book? Yes. I'm like, you got that big book that you're always writing in. Why don't you take notes in that thing? That is for other purposes. I, mm. I only have a limited number of pages, and that's specifically to send letters to my father. So I really cannot be using that for just any old notes. And in this way, if if there are things that I want to transfer on over to my dad, I can do that at a, letter, a later date. Oh, yeah, okay, I got it. And when Averin sort of harems at me, I don't dismiss the mage hand, but I do bring it over and sort of like stroke at my face with the mage hand, like, mm hmm, fascinating. <laughs> I can't take you anywhere. <laughs> she like chuckles at you listen. all. She's like, I have not had such a captive audience in a moment. That's well, shocking. That's shocking, that is. If you are willing to share your knowledge, then I am always happy to learn. Let's start with barren mothers, shall we? Since that would be, that's what you asked me about. And she like pulls open some of her notes and she starts writing things on the board. And you notice her handwriting is almost illegible. So you don't really know what the point is of her writing it down. It's like chicken scratch. And she oh, says, dear. barren mothers make their homes within the dens of orphaned young. Typically. Uh, they're easily manipulated for that reason. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a creature born of despair and darkness, something that cannot have children of its own and therefore seeks to adopt the young of others. Uh, so, you know, if a mother has to abandon its nest for any reason, whether that be drought or it's hurt while it's out hunting, the barren mother will swoop in and raise the young as its own. So the eggs that we found were the young that were abandoned and this creature had come and was oh no caring for them mm, yes most likely mm. it's an yeah, ancient creature often left to its own devices dad not very harmful in most cases not sure why you murdered it she says while like flipping her fangs and her hand up and down well we're not quite sure about all of this creature's intentions. We believe that she was the one that was creating uh, what the locals have been calling the wear dials that were in this area. So while her initial intentions may have been good, what was happening was definitely not good. And then she also threatened us. So I we did have to, to defend ourselves. I tried to talk to her. I did. Yes, I, I have a very hard time feeling sympathy for this monster because she had me in a trance and I'm pretty sure that she was going to kill me. She did seem like she wasn't doing too well, though. Like, she's, like, skinny. Like, I don't know. I haven't seen one before. Maybe, like, they're all like that, but she had, like, you know, like like a chunky girl skeleton on a skinny girl muscles. Like, I don't... Do we get the impression that it was summoned by that humanoid person? Summoned? Well, I, I do know that barren mothers were worshipped, especially in ancient times, and often paid homage by expecting mothers. Oftentimes, people would go and feed them willingly. So, are we looking for an expecting mother? Perhaps. I, be I believe. Thought. People haven't believed in them for a long time. Some people think I'm crazy for thinking they exist at all, but I have these fangs in my hand and they taste very spicy. So, you tell me. Who in town believes the same things that you believe? Like, do you, is there anyone in town that you feel like you have, like, a rapport with when you have these conversations? Has anyone come by recently asking questions about ancient beings? Not really. I don't think it's beneficial to believe in these things anymore, so people often don't. Do these creatures, when they raise the young, do they alter them in any way? Mm, typically, no. It is hard to change a creature's born state. Do you mean physically? 
Yes, because as I said, it seemed like this creature was creating other creatures, the, the were-dials. They seemed to be crocodiles covered in gore and attacking people. That We had to dispatch one before it went after a small child. Hmm. I think it may not attempt to do it willingly, but imagine, imagine you're you, whatever you are. I'm Callie. And imagine you were given a chicken baby to raise as your own. I think we would all agree you probably wouldn't do a very good job. The chicken might live, but it probably wouldn't be very chicken-like. Well, it would be very ferocious. We were just talking about this downstairs. Like, they're like little dinosaurs. Like, there's just a ferocity that just beats in their tiny avian hearts. I was attacked by a a rooster once, so I can definitely attest to this fact. I had to hit it with a bucket to get it away from me. I stopped collecting eggs in the morning. That was when I was much younger. That's, you know, I, I don't want to get too far off course, but we heard that you've had a, a storied life of adventure, you and your brother, right? You've been all over the world, seen all sorts of things. A bit, yes. Ever Before we your, settled down here. Ever in your time, in the span of three days, have you heard of something killing and eating elementals, collapsing a mind that was full of elementals, summoning some sort of seeming elemental spirit of grief? And also having, like, weird people coming from nearby also trying to disrupt all of the supply chain around a town. Anything like that ever happened in your no. time? No. Nothing. Not Who's all that? at once. That seems Who's like that? a lot of excitement for just three days. Does it's... she have any maps or anything around here of the area? Lots. I, I'm looking to see if any of them have the, like, marshes on the maps. Mm-hmm. Remember we were told somebody came from them. Like, if I saw yeah. one, I would just be like, "What's over there?" And <laughs> just like point. She like uh, pulls it down off the wall. It's like half kind of like rolled up when you see it, and she pulls it down and she spreads it out. And sure enough, you see the few local cities, a few that you haven't been to yet. And she says, uh, "This one's not current. Things have like changed a bit since it was drawn." So you said that you've been a traveler on an extensive basis for much of your life so you probably know is there a name to this area this continent this world i am not from around here and i I would really like to be able to give some details without you know having to look too far oh yes and she like starts flipping through her notes we don't use it very often people around here kind of just refer to the different towns and she starts like flipping it's old an old, old name. And she says, I'll look for it. You think about your next question. It's Cincinnati. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> I have strong emotions. I, I will say, um, I with one of the pieces of parchment she gave us, I, I start attempting to draw my own version of the map. I actually have decent dexterity, so I don't know if I need to roll anything, but trying to be at least like roughly like there was a city here, there's a city here, a city here. Yeah. Do you do like a rubbing of it or do you, or do you trace it or do you like actually try to freehand it? I I mean, if it's possible. Yeah. I I don't know what it's made out of. So, or what, what my material, if if I can trace it, yes, I really Mm -hmm. am trying to make it as accurate as possible. Uh, If Yeah. I would say with all of the stuff she has in here, it'd be easy to find some like wax paper you could trace it onto. It wouldn't be the sturdiest thing, but it would be more accurate than doing it by hand. I'd do that. Can I look at the map and kind of draw circles in my head and see if there was a pattern between the swamp and the mine and. Mm hmm. Oh, like try to triangulate some stuff? Yeah, yeah. If there's like Um, any kind of interconnection between these locations. 
Between the physical locations? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why don't you give me a let's do let's do an intelligence saving throw. Can I use investigation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do investigation. That's fine. Can I help him with that if I see him mentally drawing maps or mentally drawing yeah. circles? Can I come up and try to try to help well, in some way? I got an eighteen. Oh, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, or I so... walk up and watch him as he does it. <laughs> so as you're like drawing circles around the different towns. You do notice that uh, there is like a geographical closeness to everything that's happening. And it seems that Port Argent as this is at the center of it. Well, that's not good. Like if you were to draw a line between all of them, they would intersect not far from the outside gate. When I'm watching Freely draw a drawing of this, <laughs> the map, <laughs> I put a pen while he's doing it and I just draw the lines on the map as he's drawing, showing that they're intersecting. On the map, does it look like Port Argent is of a higher elevation than the rest of the area? No, it actually looks like it's at a lower elevation. Oh, that's uh, not good. So you that's, really, that's not good. Yeah, we're like in the devil's bowl. You also <laughs> notice that the borders from what you can glean uh, for Port Argent have changed. Like the borders now go out a little bit further than they do on this map. Since the uh, map is old, the town has grown. Uh, uh, Sal- Salome, do you know who the earliest settlers were of this area? I know I'm old, dearie, but I'm not that old. <laughs> well, I know that you are very intelligent and you've done much research. I know very a little learned. bit about them, but only scraps. They weren't very good note takers, not like you lot. Gotta take notes. It's important to take notes. Eh, some of us just like, you know, go by feel. But uh, is, is it possible that there was, uh, if there were people that were like displaced and then were driven into the marshlands, maybe mad about that? <gasps> well, maybe. I, there, there was an ancient group of, of, of cut wives, mystics, and midwives that kind of struck out on their own a long time ago. And where did they go? No idea. Could be the marsh. Nobody goes out there. It's a terrible place. Did they strike out on their own willingly, or were they driven out? Well, I don't have very good accounts of it, but it seems like it was some type of political difference. Mm. So so how, long mean- t- how long ago was that? Long before my recollection. So maybe we're dealing with a cult? Of some kind. Mm. Mm. I well, mean, we know there's at least in line with uh, this uh, barren mother you came across. We're still going on the assumption that all of this is connected, just because of it being a coincidence. We we know that at least one of these incidents was caused by right. a being who we think is from the marsh, but the rest of this so far just seems coincidental and overwhelming. Uh, we know two things. We know the that was caused, and also whoever disrupted the silver delivery. Well, that's that's what I'm talking about. We know that one being convinced the guards to not do their silver delivery for reasons of their their own, but we still don't know for sure that any of the other things that have happened are actually connected, either directly or indirectly. Well, they might not be connected, but I mean. It could be a matter of good timing. It is good possible. Um, there is talk 
well. Some people believe it. Some people don't. Personally, I think the proof is too damning that a large beast tends to rise ever so many years. Now, interpreting the old calendars, that would be this year. Now, if you believe in that and you had bad plans to do bad things, why wouldn't you jump on the dragon train? That's probably what I would do. We are supposed to get together with a Merid this evening to go on a, a hunt. A Merid? Yes. Uh, right, that's how you say it, yeah. And uh, they had said... I didn't think they talked to our people. Uh... It was, there was a lot of psychic communication going on, and there was some miscommunication and a lot of misunderstanding with Annette. But we were able to get everything figured out. Uh, we're hopeful that the hunt that we're about to go on is going to convince this creature to let us help because apparently according to it they have been fighting a creature uh, an underwater beast that does some sort of horrible attack and if they do not hold it off the entire town will be destroyed so she like claps and looks utterly gleeful <gasps> that's amazing that means i'm right it would seem to be more evidence that you are correct oh yes I was always waiting for a day like this. I do hope I could meet this Merit of yours sometime and pick his brain. I mean, uh, we're supposed to meet him at midnight if you want to come say hi. Yeah. As long That's... as you are being metaphorical with the picking of the brain. Yeah, don't literally pick its brain. because No, he's like... Really I wouldn't do that unless brain. he died. Then right. I might. Okay. Well, he won't be using it anymore if he's dead, so that'd be valid. But yeah, no, we're supposed it to meet him. It would be a waste not to really. Right. Yeah, no, it's true. Is there any history with mines of there being elementals living in there? Mm, yes. There's lots of elementals that live deep in the earth. And unfortunately, we wake them up all the time with our poking and prodding. Is it possible the mine has intruded upon their life? What did you earth? see? We saw a very large elemental, and it actually seemed to have like a baby elemental with it. And it looked, it appeared that the child made out of stone faded. And became inanimate. And it was very much at the source of a discovery in the mine. It was when something bonked the big elemental on the head that the little one stopped moving. Yeah. Actually oh, I think hit, I've heard of something like that. I hit Averin with message and I'm like, do we tell her about the rubies? Because if we gets out, we can't keep it to ourselves anymore. Uh, I don't think she's going to tell anyone, actually. I think I trust her. It's up to you, council member. <laughs> Can we... Trust you. I'm actually saying that I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. Can we trust you to keep a secret? Because if anyone in town finds this out, it's going to be a bit of a problem. I mean, I don't really talk to most of the people in town, and most of them think I'm crazy. So even if I did tell anybody, they'd probably think I was batty. Oh, okay, good. Win win. So we found rubies in the actual mine. And uh, oh, that hasn't happened in a while. Yeah. And if the elementals actually live there, the townspeople are probably not going to be rational necessarily and not continue to mine as that would be hurting these elementals. We need to prevent that. But could that be related to the elementals even existing? The rubies themselves? It could be. I only know a little bit about Galeb Dur. That's what they're called. Okay. The rubies, the rubies are called Galeb Dur? No, 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 no. The elementals. Oh. Have you I don't heard? have to worry about the baby, though. It's not really a baby. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Galeb Dor have the ability to animate other rocks, and sometimes they do so to entertain themselves. 
Okay, well, it that makes me that feel a lot rock better. Friend, maybe made himself a pet rock of his own. Oh. Oh, all right. Well, good. Crisis. They've over. been known to do this. Hmm. I'll oh, make another uh, one. I'm sure he'll be fine. Regardless, the Gale of Door, from what I've heard, are not aggressive. Their territory probably shouldn't be encroached upon, even for the mine. When when Sophia hears Salome talk about rocks and how much she knows about them, she eats a stick of gum, and she starts looking around her home um, for a spicy rock. Okay. <laughs> She's not going to have a burning rock in here. No? <laughs> Never mind. I tried. I think you and Callie are playing two different classes. <laughs> you're, the, you're the klepto. <laughs> Just looking for that spicy rock. <laughs> that sounds so much more sinister than <laughs> the klepto looking for that, for that spicy rock. Yeah, That's my new bio. Mm. That is true. This is a good Twitter bio. The top of the chat is hey, an listen, excellent I'm Twitter bio. I'm just trying to get my spicy rock fix. So. Yeah, you got you got any, any spicy <laughs> just, rocks? I just need one more hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think. The there was one other thing. There was a, a a hinge near hinge where they got really weird about us setting fires. They said they used to do like rituals there or something. This is oh when the my god. Was stolen. They had this awful accent. I can't yeah. even place it. No, it's, it shouldn't be at all. It yeah, was like they, someone pour, pouring boiling water with acid and broken glass into my eardrums. That's what they sounded like. It sounded very familiar to me, and I don't exactly know why. <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a there was a guy named Georgie and uh oh yeah Georgie um, and then you know we had to be like we were told like Georgie's wife is apparently like a bruiser um yeah there was uh, I little... don't know who those losers are but uh the old circle around there yeah I know people used to gather there you bu- you built a fire there that's a very terrible fire hazard uh, neither here nor there did that did that old place where people used to gather have anything to do with these exiled mothers and midwives that you mentioned before. I don't think so. Did those people have a name? I could look. If you give me some time to look through my tomes, I might be able to come up with more information for you. Is mm. is it written somewhere along with the name of these lands? <laughs> <laughs> she actually found that. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I will remember that even. <laughs> Kamdar. K-A-M-D-A-R. See, look at this old map. And she unfurls like a map of the continent and it is huge from what you can see uh well first of all you know what i'm gonna ask have i ever heard of anything that i read on this map and i actually do try and like take at least some notes i realize mm-hmm. if it's that big we can't copy it but at least mm-hmm. like you know mountains to the north well know, a large east, amount so. of the map yeah. is completely blank it's just like very rough lines of where they think the coastlines are right and, I've, grabbed, uh, I've grabbed a separate sheet of paper and I'm like trying to yeah. trace this map and get as many mm-hmm. names as possible. Yep. Yeah. People don't really venture that far out north anymore. But. Wow. And we don't know what's really around us. God knows if you take out your boats too far, the great worms will get you for sure. Great worms? The worms. Great worms. Mm. How great Waters are these worms? seas are riddled with them. Oh, they're really? huge. Mm-hmm giant crazy water worms 
and they'll sink your ships. Yes, they will. Are they also purple? Well, I don't know. I've never seen one. I'm not silly enough to go out there. Ah. And I've gone to some pretty crazy places. I point at the map and I'm like, what's the furthest you've been on here, Salome? She points out with her crooked little finger a town very far north from where you are. It's still along the coastline. And she taps on it. There, I've been to that spot. I very dramatically am like, wow. Mm -hmm. Very strange town. Long way. Yeah, very interesting town. And then with her cane, she kind of rudely rocks on Callie and she says, lots of your types there. Really? My father only made me. Are it's you talking a town about of makers and tinkerers, weirdo types? I don't like them. I mean, you seem okay, but those people don't seem okay to me. If I had to wager a guess, I don't know what kind of scale this map is. How many days travel is the the top end of what's been explored? Is it from where she's saying is how mm-hmm. it would be how many days travel? Probably about three weeks. Ooh. Okay. And what was the name of as this a town? bird flies? What was um, the name of that town? She like thinks to herself, and she's like. You know, I couldn't share a language with them, so it was difficult for me to understand anything they were saying. And you say they were all... I called it Tinkertown. I think it's cute, but, you know, I don't know. They weren't very fond of my kind up there. And were they all uh, created beings like I am, or when you say tinkerers, do you mean just many people who are all making creations? That second one. Okay. Well, this sounds like a lovely place, and I hope to go there someday. Me, well, me it's not. They're terrible people. I hate them. Well, oh, you, said hey. you, you said you could not converse with them, so how do you know? It seems like the only thing on their mind is breaking everything weaker than them. It's the type of place where if you don't exercise some type of usefulness, well, you don't survive long out there. Okay. That's kind of how I feel about it everywhere. Yeah. Hmm. I don't have any other, any other questions at this moment. Actually. I have one. I have one more question for you, Salome. Uh, you said that uh, there were some mystics and midwives that mm. may or may not have struck out on their own into the marshland. Do you know what kind of things, what kind of childbirth they assisted in? Well, they assisted in helping women with the pain of childbirth, and they also assisted in getting rid of children that maybe people didn't want. Excuse me? So so they mainly worked with people? Yes. Okay. Why would you not want a child? That's complicated. I don't understand why they had to go, though. I mean, I saw children today. They still would need midwives. You still would need healers. Like, who, why would, why were they driven out? I think it was a lot of superstition. People thought they did evil things, ate babies. I don't think they did. I think they were just minding their own business and helping people as best they could. But you know how people are. They come up with all sorts of stories. Yeah. One last question, Salome, and we're going to get out of your lovely hair. Mm. If we were looking for those people, where would you start looking first? Well, you were talking about the marsh. I guess that's the best spot as any. But I'll do some asking around. I might have some contacts. I might be able to talk to someone. Maybe we can get some more information for you. I say, uh, that'd be great. Because, you know, when it goes to marshing, knee deep to Avrin, it's waist deep to me. It just, and then there was leeches in the, the underwater. And it just, place. oh, no, that just, really that don't just like sounds it. awful. Next time you can ride on my back. I'm, oh, if you, you do go, 
Try to get yourself a skiff. Oh, skiff. Best way to get across if you can find one or fashion one yourself. Uh, So, go ahead. I just very slowly rotate my head towards Averin when she says fashion one, and I just hold up my mechanical hand (laughs) and then put it down. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) Just because I built a mechanical hand doesn't mean I have to build everything, but I can't build that. I will try and build that. She hops off of her spot on the desk and she walks over to like a very large, like, thing that has like a like a, a a fabric draped over it and she pulls it off and you notice it's like a large old painting black and white of a skeleton of a creature that has a large gaping jaw almost like a lurker fish and she says it's coming what exactly is this the worm i was telling you about the one that your fish friend told you about oh it is I magnificent in old text, they call it Kruntzala. Is that <laughs> creature known to have any kind of lightning damage or do any kind of lightning? I, th- I think we were told that it, it shocked people. Well, based off of the text I have, and this is a direct quote, I only have pieces of it. Most of the text was destroyed. It says, and in its wake, it left the scorched and charred remains of those wretched beasts damned to share its waters. As it clove through the water, so it clove through the very bed of the ocean itself. Then it breaks off there. Then a bit down it says, an abomination not of this world. At one point it mentions waves as tall as houses. But who knows how small the houses were back then? That's not comforting. Okay, so the end of the world. Awesome. Well, I'm sure your fish friend has got it, right? Make sure yeah, he doesn't die. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay, end of the world. End of the world stuff. All right, Freely. Well, that's why you're here, Freely. That's you're right. here yeah, to be a hero and help, and Callie is here yeah. to stab things with her mind. Yeah. You got uh, this. I can't, I can't breathe underwater, but that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. And I, oh, I'm <laughs> sure we could come up with something. Yeah, like a diving apparatus, like a diving... Uh, uh, yeah. I can make you a diving suit. I could help. I would love that. I mean, as long as come it, with you us. Know, work. I well, I'm not coming with you. I have very bad arthritis, but okay. Oh, oh I'm a bit that. of a tinkerer myself. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why they didn't kill me in Tinkertown. <laughs> well, this, 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 <laughs> if you've got some sort of prototype or something you'd like me to try out, I just sure. Now's as good a time as any. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll start working on something. Maybe Sal can help me. My fingers don't work like they used to. You know, well, I often wondered if you could create a sphere made out of metal, if you could submerge a sphere into the water. I think submerging would be easy. I think pulling it back out would be difficult. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got it's just uh, what, nine o'clock. Uh, we have to meet him How at midnight. So we got about 15 hours. Well, what I, don't, I don't know. Maybe a, a two piece system. Yeah. Something to drive it upwards and then maybe like a tether. Oh, I'll no, make some notes. Sort of like, just like, like, and then it just roll along. Mm-hmm. Right? There you go. Yeah, like fins. It may attach fins to it somehow. Oh, I'll figure something out. Or I'll try to. I don't know. It's not exactly my specialty. That would okay. be good because otherwise I will be the only one going with this creature on this hunt. Then you will probably <laughs> most likely surely die. <laughs> I, 
I hope not. I hope we would not go on a dangerous I, mission. Just look at that thing. I do not believe we are going after that creature tonight. I thought he had said we were going on a hunt to prove ourselves to then go on a oh, hunt. Oh, I thought you were going to go kill that in a ball. No, no, I'm that's much feeling... later. That's much later. I'm going to try that much that later, be, apparently. Yes, later, later. We have to prove ourselves to Hank first. Yeah, yeah. Hank. Um, Hank the I... murd. That is not really his name. Unfortunately, we are not able to pronounce his name, and so he has adopted that nomenclature in order to make it easy. Uh, I would say, in my experience, yeah, we think we're not fighting that thing. We're super fighting that thing. And then I just like <laughs> turn to walk towards the front door. I'm like, thank you for your time, Salome. Yeah, my, my first experience. Make sure you wear sunscreen. And she goes back to her studies. As they're walking out, I hold up. <laughs> what is sunscreen? I do not know. I was about to ask that myself. I walk over to her. Do you have any books on gods and godhood? Several. Oh, God. I'd like to borrow a few of those. If she, that's like, okay. thumbs over, like, a couple, like, she, like, runs her hand along a couple of some dirty spines, and then she hands you three tomes, and uh, they're so dusty and worn. One of them has, like, a cracked spine or a broken spine. She says, take your pick. Is it one hit wonders of Faerun? I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to borrow all three if that's okay. I promise I'll bring them back. Oh, I'll hold you to that. And then she like pats you on the shoulder. Go, go. Your friends are waiting for you, creaky bones. Thank you. <laughs> you sit as awkwardly as I do. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's not the years. It's the mileage. And uh, I might actually be older than you. <laughs> Thank you. And she like, you know, waves to you and goes back to her studies. All right, what's up next, everyone? Uh, ooh, I have a fun idea. Does anyone want to break into a can- council member's study? Uh, well, yes. Which one? <laughs> Is there a reason that we need to be breaking and entering? Well, a little suspicious of you know who. Well, it's it's uh it's not even noon yet. I mean, she's probably in her study. It is at this point that I'm going to activate the the psychic link. <laughs> <laughs> Now that we're talking about crime. There yes. we go. Yeah. All right. We're all connected. And so at this point in your head, you will hear me say, well, if you believe that it is necessary, however, uh, we might have a hard time explaining. I believe you have a caught. hearing today. Oh, yeah. You've got. Well, I don't know if we know about that. What? Kelly has a hearing. No, Avery. Wendy. Wendy um, is uh, oh. uh, legal action against Avery. Yep. I've still activated the psychic link. Though. The night of smiles <laughs> and stank. Yep. Wait, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you were supposed to go talk to the council about your actions with small child. <laughs> okay, don't say it like don't that. Don't say it Please. like that. All right, with, with making them a warlock and then mother being a That's cleric better. and things. Or an urban. When's, uh, oh God, Sophia's, um, when's my, um, I'm supposed to do something responsible. What's the responsible thing? Does anyone know? I'm supposed to do something like, kind of like, you know, mortal and stuff. What is that thing? Take Say. whatever you think is a good idea and then did the exact opposite of it and you'll probably get it about right. Well, we uh, were just talking about breaking and entering, so... Yeah, I'd like to do that, but apparently I, th- I think I have a hearing today to talk about something I did. And I think it was the kid. I think it was the kid. Turning the kid is, into a warlock. If is there at the hearing, then we can go breaking and entering. Ooh, that's fun. I can distract her. And all of you can break into her office. What exactly are we looking for? 
I don't know so- anything of relevant value. And does Sophia have to be there? She's also on the council. I mean, she doesn't have to be there. I, I can make an excuse. Sophia is apparently quite adept also at sneaking into places. I mean, I, you might need, you might need prefer, all the yes votes you can get, though. As I prefer as, to investigate if it's okay. I mean, time. who doesn't like a good city council meeting? <laughs> <laughs> really does make a point, though. If there is going to be a vote, Sophia, your vote might be necessary. Yeah. If- well, if it's a vote against me, then they're probably not going to let her vote. So, I don't know how the well. I feel like as a member we're of married. the council, it's a conflict of interest. <laughs> we could we could probably that's, petition that. I didn't know that stopped I, anyone before. <laughs> this is a tough decision because I really want to steal things, but I also want to help Averin. I'll I'll show up with Averin. Okay. Well, uh, freely we could investigate ways of making sure that the three of you can come with us on this mission tonight and not drown immediately and wait for them to be done before we go do the breaking and entering that way Sophia's could have a chance to do both well but the goblin said she had some ideas and this might be our only shot when we knew Chuxena's out of her study I also do not know where she lives so we would need to find that out the nearest guard I'm just like excuse me do, do, do excuse I me. know do, well, yeah. <laughs> do I oh, know yeah. where she lives <laughs> so you ask I don't I don't know let's let me see what role would I would I say to determine that? It would be like probably probably your I guess perception. Like if you ever picked up on like when when she was walking home or where what direction she generally lived in. Okay. This is looking very good. And then I have to roll one of these as well on top of it of a thingy. <laughs> 18. <laughs> <laughs> So you have a general idea of the neighborhood she lives in. It's one of the newer properties in town. Okay. Mm -hmm. She's she's new in town. She's in the the newer area of town, basically. So uh, it's over near the gate, and all the houses there are a little bit newer and shinier. Yeah, you should be able to find her office there. Well, if you give us directions, we can then wait for you to give us the information that she is actually at the council meeting. And if she's there, then freely, and I can do some reconnaissance. How long? How far does your psychic link work? It's one mile and one hour. <laughs> um, Sophia, do you by chance have any more of that gum? Uh, it's funny that you ask because I was just going to give you one. Make sure you take it when the moment is right, because it right. lasts one hour. Got it. Right. Ready. Good. Let's Everybody split good? the party. Yay! Yay! <laughs> this has never ever led to everyone dying before, and I'm excited. No, it's a terrible idea, but it was mine. Okay, let's do this. At least Yay. you're not going into like a like a dungeon. You're going into like a city count. Never mind. That's pretty close. So much to worse. Yeah, I was <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've I've never experienced a TPK. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> so Sophia and Avrin walk Don't off towards it. the large circular building that is the city council. And when they enter sheepishly, they notice Wendy is already in full blast. She's standing on a stack of books on a chair. And she's in the middle of saying something when she sees you. And then she says, ah, look who decided to join us. I felt it was my duty as a city council member and a member of this community to absolutely be here. There late, was no doubt late, that I would be here. Late. I was waylaid by a very important matter, uh, an elderly- Waylaid by jackassery is more like, take your seat. I'm in the middle of my address. 
what is this jackassery that you speak of that has waylaid me so i i feel like you are making judgments based on your anger and you're right to be angry you're right she's like glaring at you but she's <laughs> quiet for a moment Sufius is like what are you doing <laughs> what i do <laughs> oh really you're going to tell me that i'm allowed to be angry oh well thank you very much no no i'm just stating it i'm just stating it I'm not really giving you permission that's terrible um i'm just stating like of course Permission is what it comes down to. Is it not, ladies and gentlefolk of the council? What is a parent except but a guardian of their child? How would you feel if someone came into your life and gave your kid a life-altering curse, essentially is what it is, without your permission? Permission is what it comes down to. Is it illegal to be a warlock? No. Is it illegal for a minor to be a warlock? Well, we've never had to ask that question before because up until this depraved individual cursed my daughter, it was not an issue. But at the very minimum, if it was not illegal, then it would require parental permission, similar to that of a tattoo or a piercing. So I ask you, if our children are not allowed to mar their skin or their flesh without the written permission of their parent, why are they allowed? To be chained to the soul of a demon. And you notice like the the entire council is like, oh, yeah. and they're like, like bouncing their hands against the table, like in, in agreement. Do I see? Is it Jexana? Shexana? Yeah, Shexana? she's sitting there with her feet up on the council table. Oh, yeah, like, she's totally. I, I say in the, on the mental chat, I'm like our psychic wake. Oh, yeah, she's totally here. Go, go rob her. <laughs> <laughs> The robber. Well, I mean, you know, if you see something cool, grab it. Uh, and also, if you see any spicy rocks, uh, please find a way to get it for me. <laughs> we will do our best. Thank you. I love you. Sometimes you get very fixated on things. <laughs> not everyone has a spicy rock. I've not even known of their existence until today. Me neither. That's really? why I want one so bad. Yeah, okay, I I, I've got to go do city council. <laughs> Imagine how easy it will be to cook for everyone on the go. Okay. I gotta concentrate. <laughs> one of the one of the Glint brothers looks over at you, very kind of like bored, and he says, "Do you have anything to say in your defense?" I mean, can I? Yes, you have a chance for a rebuttal. No, I don't even know. I mean, what I've done is maybe indefensible. We were out trying to figure out why many animals were being killed and slaughtered in the marshlands. And we found a terrible beast and killed it. On our way there, Banks to Daisy, she gave us a heading. But she was out there all alone in the marshlands with wild, strange, magical beasts that nearly killed me and my friends. And I've been around for a while. We almost died. And this tough, brave Goblin girl had no weapons, no way of defending herself. We had to find out what was the source of all of these attacks. And I made a call and I asked her if she wanted to basically have magic so she could defend herself. And I gave her that magic. And if that decision to enable her to use magic Versus the possibility, even the most remote possibility, 
of her dying on the way home was the wrong decision, then I made the wrong decision. But I do it again. So I guess you're right. What I did was indefensible because I felt like it was the right thing to do. And she's alive. The council murmurs quietly as they're in quiet deliberation. Shaksena speaks up and she says, I remember what it was like to live out in the wilds. Before I was this famed hunter, I too had many a hard day, many an injury, many an empty belly. I think I would have taken kindly to someone giving me any kind of leg up. And the council bursts into like all kinds of like anger and raucousness. And Godfrey, the that's like the more slender Glint brother, speaks up and he says... But you were an orphan, Shaksena, and this child is not. One has to wonder why she was even in the middle of nowhere. The older brother says, well, I don't think it's fair to blame the mother. And then, the mo- then Wendy stands up tall and she says, <clears throat> by your own admission, you state that my child was out in the wild, which, yes, she is wont to do. I try to be an observant mother, but... As you can tell, she is a bit of an independent spitfire and a little hard to keep track of. But by your own admission, you say that without weapons, without anything, she had managed to survive in the wilds on her own. And yet you took it upon yourself to think that she couldn't make her way home when she had been out there for all that time. It almost seems like you wanted to meddle. It almost seems like you saw something in my daughter and you thought, yes, let me recruit this promising little goblin child to my cause, whatever your cause may be. She's seven, in the marshlands, with nothing. Just because she caught out there didn't mean she was going to get back. And again, I almost didn't get back. And my friends didn't get almost didn't get back. That's how bad it was. That only speaks to your incompetence. This is Daisy's neighborhood. She knows these lands better than anyone else. The, the entire council, like, roars again. You, says, I think we should speak to the child. Yeah, I think that's a good that's a good thing to do. You hear them all murmur, and Sal says, "That's unheard of. You never allow children at these types of proceedings. It could be traumatic for her. She's a kid. She doesn't know what's happening." Well, she's able to survive in the marshlands. Apparently, she is quite aware of what's happening. They all like talk amongst themselves. Well, you're not suspended yet, so I guess you guys get a vote. All in favor. Of letting a seven-year-old testify. Say aye. Aye. I'm going to roll a die for the remaining members. <laughs> the, vo- the motion passes. And you see Sal's gavel come down. Bring her in. And you see, waddling <laughs> along, little Daisy with her little backpack, her little jute backpack, snot dribbling down her face. Her little hair pulled up into two buns. And she looks very nervous. And she kind of like waddles in. Feet kind of pointed at each other, looks down at her feet, and she's just like, my name is Daisy. And Wendy says, come on, Daisy, let everyone know exactly what happened. And she like looks up at her mom kind of sheepishly, and she says, I was out and I was playing that there was this crocodile, werodile thing. I didn't think it was real, but Paul was real. And then, and then I met these people. They were cool. There was butter. It was so much butter. It smelled like butter everywhere. And then there was sizzling. It smelled like bacon. And then uh, it touched me on my nosies. 
and then I became magical, and uh, that was pretty great, honestly. I like that. And Wendy just says calmly, and there is my pure testimony on why a seven-year-old should not have magic. I don't follow. <laughs> she, she does not understand the responsibility or the gravity. <clears throat> to her, it's just a fun toy. The other day, she nearly killed her pet rat. Did she do anything for you recently? Yes. What was that? She did a puppet show with a mage hand. For her mom? Yes. Sounds like she knows what she's doing after all. Yeah, I was able to, because then I got three hands, so two hands, so that I could make, like, whole better seeds because I got my two hands, I got my mage hand, and then I put them together and then I could make bigger dragons and stuff like that. See, Council, uh, I think it's very evident that maybe I am not responsible to wield magic. I gave magic to a seven-year-old. That's highly irresponsible. In the hands of that seven-year-old, though, she did a puppet show for her mom because she loves her. And that doesn't seem like ir irresponsibility to me. They all murmur quietly for a moment. We'll have to adjourn and think about this. It's a very complicated topic. And can I have you roll for, what's your choice? Performance or persuasion? For like your closing argument. It's only going to influence them a little bit. I mostly went off of what you said because I feel like that's fair. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. T 21? Ooh, <laughs> 21. Okay. All right. And do you want a performance check too? Yes. Well, it depends. Are you being performative or being sincere? I'm being since I mean, as sincere as Avon gets, <laughs> but he's, he knows how to say things. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's persuasion. Okay. Did you want me making another persuasion? No, no, no. Just one is fine. Uh, okay, okay, okay. And so they all deliberate for a moment. They come back, and Sal says, "If we do not take punitive measures against you, would you be willing to take on this child as a protege?" A.K.A. you would be responsible for her learning. Um, yes, I would be. Now understand this comes with a large amount of responsibility. Yes, I'm currently having a panic attack. Yes, I would be willing to teach that child magic and how to use it. They like have like a little sidebar and they talk for a moment. And then they say, <clears throat> give me one, give me an, a second persuasion check to see how the second part goes. I just adopt a goblin child. <laughs> <laughs> You're a tutor now. God help us all. Um, that's an eight. <laughs> an eight? Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. They come back and, and they say, after consulting with each other, as well as Miss Wendy here, we've come to the conclusion that we will not revoke your membership status at this time. However, for the damages done to the emotional state as well as influencing the upbringing of her daughter, you will be required to undergo some morality training at Wendy's monastery. At least three seminars. Oh, I would be very happy to go into your monastery and talk about morality. That sounds perfect for me. And Wendy says, oh, you won't be talking. You will be listening. Absolutely. 
I will be quiet the entire time, absorbing all that you have to say. Ah, yes, you will, because if you're going to be teaching my daughter anything, some of it at least is going to be clerical values. Oh, I Do think that's know? an excellent idea. Yes. Do we know what god she worships? <laughs> no. <laughs> In my head, this is not going to work out for them the way they think it is. <laughs> Somewhere wherever Freely and I, whatever we're in the middle of doing, Callie just stops for a second and looks over at Freely. Yeah. Says, I don't know if it's going well or not. Let's cut away to that. So yeah. <laughs> there hasn't been any screaming yet, so I think it must be going in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> we cut away to the two of you. It's way funnier if you are dying right now and he's still sneaking doing this. into this like, you know, the, this house. You have an idea of where it is. Um, how do you go about figuring out exactly which house it is? So we have I'd a vague idea. I legit asked somebody. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm just I'm just like um combined I'm like, hey, uh, I I had a, a a message to deliver to Chexena. I, I know she's at the council right now and I don't want to disturb her. Like, do you have any idea where I could just like leave it on her doorstep or something? One of the passerbys points, it's like, oh yeah, the house with the red door right up there. Oh yeah. Hey, thanks. The one with Appreciate the it. seashells hanging from the porch. Oh, those are lovely. Those are lovely. All right. Thank you. <laughs> then I wait until that person turns their back and then come in the mouth. I, I just say the moment the person turns their back, I'm like, oh, that's incredible. That's incredible. Invisibility gum. Okay, cool. <laughs> so you disappear from sight. I'm assuming Callie does as well. Do I have gum? Did you take gum? Uh, I don't know if there's only one. I, did, I only had one. Uh, okay. All right. Then I will just uh, stealth. So it's the middle of the day. Uh, she'll take a moment and, like, for lack of a better term, case the joint. Who's around? How visible mm -hmm. is the door? What are the the angles that people could look at them at? Like, yeah. So the house is actually very cute. Almost looks like a seafront cottage. Um, the paint on it is really new. There's a small garden out back. You hear humming coming from the garden, and uh, the house itself looks very still and quiet. I mean, humming like there's a person back there, or like yeah, no, nah, like a person humming. So through the mental link, despite the fact that Averin is in the middle. Actually, I'll I'll say this to Sophia, since I'm assuming Averin's probably chatting. Sophia, do you know if Shaksana has uh, someone who lives in the house with her? She does not. And then through, all this will be through the mental link, just to be careful. Freely, there is somebody in the, in the back. I, I was going to check the back to see if there was a more stealthy entrance, but it seems like there might be somebody nearby. Mm, well, let me go check it out. And I, I do, especially since I'm invisible, although I'm aware of the fact that some people can see invisibility, so I don't just like strut. I'm still trying to like <laughs> ease my way over yeah. and just see if I can if I can tell who's back there. As you go around the corner, you notice that like there is a tall individual dressed in like a white and gray checkered dress. She has her hair pulled into a high ponytail. It's like long and silvery and beautiful. Uh, her skin is green and she is um, picking carrots and putting them into a basket. And she's like humming as she does so. She has like a dog that's like barking around her feet. And this is at the house that he told us was Chuxana's house. Mm -hmm. Is the garden I walled? No, it's just like, well, I guess like there's a there's a fence that goes around it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Does this person appear to be an orc? Yes. Full orc because Chuxana's half orc. 
Yeah, half orc, half orc. My bad. Okay, all right. Um, I mean, do they do they look uh, like the again like they're related? Are they a similar tone? Are there any like distinguishing features that I would make me think this is like a sister or anything like that? Not that you can tell. Nothing like that. There's not like a familiar resemblance in like the bridge of the nose or anything like that. I recount all of this and then I look for a way to get into the garden. Okay. So there's like a, there's just like a small gate from the front that helps you get into the garden or you can enter from the back door of the house. But the back door of the house is past her and theoretically the dog. Yes. Yes. So you're trying to, you're trying to get, okay, let me understand. So are you trying to get through the garden to the house? No, I was trying to get to the garden where the woman is, although my mm -hmm. ultimate goal is to get into the house. I'm just trying to figure out more about her first. Ah, okay. I was going to say, because you can get into the house without going near the garden because it's at the uh, back well, let, of the house. Let me, let, me do, let me do that. I'll just make okay. a note of this woman and then <laughs> hit the house first. Okay. Yeah. So I've been in the front listening to Freely. Um, is there anybody around at the front door who would see me if I decided to pick it? The street's pretty busy this time of day. Okay. Really, I could gain us entry into this house, but people would see us. Uh, I guess it kind of depends on what they see, whether or not that's a problem. Do are there? Um, first of all, what kind of um, invisibility am I under? Like, am I under greater where I can cast spells, or am I if I cast a spell, it'll break? Uh, that would be dependent on what type of spell she casts when she gave you the gum. It is it's a concentration up to one hour. Yeah, it's, it's a, just it's so, just regular invisibility. Well, I guess what I'm getting at is if I cast a cantrip, will it break? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is it is there any open windows that I think I might just be able to climb to? I'm actually pretty good at athletics, so. Um. Yeah. It, there are a little. There's a. There is like a. These are the types of windows that unlatch from the top and slide down. Mm -hmm. One has been propped open a little bit to let in like that fresh sea air. You could try to climb her up to it and drop into yeah. the other side. I'm little. I'm gonna give it a shot. Okay. I, I do let I do let Callie know that I'm doing it though. Okay. And uh... while he does that, then I will move to the side. I I don't want to talk to this woman, but I want to be within eye shot so that I can keep an eye on her, so that if she goes back into the house, I can warn freely. Okay. Uh, it's a fifteen. All right. So you manage to clamber up. You manage to squeeze through the window, and you land on the other side pretty quietly. I actually move through there quickly. I'm looking for something conspicuous. I'm looking for muddy boots, uh, an mm -hmm. odd symbol, mm -hmm. um, you know, in anything that looks kind of normal. I ignore because uh, again, yeah. investigation is not my strength. So yeah. probably has to be fairly only overt. the one with the expertise in investigation <laughs> um, could come which, in with you. <laughs> which room are you like focusing your efforts on? I actually try and make my way down to the front door to let Kelly in. Okay, yeah. It's right there, yeah. so it'd be pretty yeah. easy for you to do so. Well, the, yeah. as you think about that, Callie will say, the problem is not getting in. The problem is not being noticed as I walk in. The streets are pretty busy, so why don't you just take a quick look around, and I'll just keep a lookout for you. All right. Here we go. You know, I am known for my astute perceptive abilities, Callie. And then... <laughs> <laughs> um, Callie doesn't know, so she'll say, "Yeah, absolutely, I will keep." It Honestly, Freely's probably not aware of the fact that he's bad at it. He so because <laughs> um, uh, he just looks for stuff and doesn't find it. It must yeah. have not been there. Yeah. yeah. So, how many stories is this house? It's only one. That's why I said you're like really close to the door because when you popped in through the window, it's like right there. Are there any signs of a basement or anything like that? Um, give me a perception check. I'm not terrible at perception. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Come on, big. Oh, 
Oh, oh, that is a natural 20. Hey. 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 So the die like explodes and does shiny stuff. Oh, Let's yeah. Go. Does it like the thing flips over because it got that? <laughs> yeah, it's super cool. Yeah. yeah. Those mythic dice. Yeah. Um, so you do realize that there is a small like crawl space at it. Mm-hmm. And the other thing you kind of assume just from the layout of the house is there would be a small root cellar because you can't figure out where they would keep their produce. I got a chance. Was the, is the root cellar access externally or internally? Internally, like through a floorboard in the kitchen. I'm going to try the crawl space first. I'm little. Okay. <laughs> so you reach up and pull down. Sure enough, like this big rusty wooden hatch kind of falls down slowly creaking as it does so. And um, you can try to clamber up in there. It's not like a full attic. It is very much okay. like a storage space. I'm recounting all of this to Callie and I pop my moon blade out. So I have like a, some light mm-hmm. just sort of just to see if there's anything up there that yeah. out of the ordinary. Yeah. It looks like it's Shaksana's hunting gear. There's like fishing poles, there's spears, there's a lot of dirty old equipment, um, pelts, bones, trophies, things that, you know, she keeps stored up away up here so that they don't clutter her entryway of her house. But nothing that just like jumps out like out of sorts that I beyond what I would expect. Um, give me an investigation have. check. <clears throat> hey, that's not terrible. 17, 17. 17. Hey, you're doing good. Hey. Um, you, go. you do notice that she has painted some markings on some of the skulls she has. I just describe it. I don't risk taking one because I, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how, you know, careful she is with this. Yeah, but I describe I describe in as great detail as I can what I see. <laughs> OK. Does. Um, yeah. Let me just give me a second here. And you said to Sufias as well. <laughs> the luck on that. So it just so happens, like as you're saying this, or as you're up in this crawl space, like you hear the back door kind of creak shut, and still mm-hmm. humming. You know, the ha- the half orc comes in with like a a basket oh. of carrots. I was trying to keep an eye on that woman. What I've seen her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 You would see her duck out of sight. Okay. So I would have. Like in the middle of freely describing this skull, it would have been like, mm-hmm. she's coming back into the house. You need to leave. I pulled yeah, you have. Up. I was going to say, you have some time. Oh, I mean, based on what she's telling me, enough time that I feel like I can depart or I need to pull the stairs up and, and lay low. Well, you're invisible. So you could easily climb down and put the stairs back up. I would do that. Yeah. Okay. I would do that. Yeah. Okay. So you um, climb down and put the stairs up and you see her kind of like walk past you into the kitchen. And she like, you know, starts washing the carrots. The dog is still at her feet and she like nudges it aside and she goes, potato, calm down. I actually head out towards the garden, towards where she just was. Okay. And Uh, give me a, oh, let's see. Well, I don't know what his perception would be. I'm fully prepared to cast animal friendship on this dog. (laughs) Do not test me. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. You see it like kind of sniff and start yipping, and it is a puppy. And it like waddles towards you and starts nipping and sniffing and and making little sounds. Really, what is going on? I'm like, nope, we're good. It's fine. Get the welcome wagon. I just head towards the, because it's to her, it should just look like the dog's barking at nothing. So I head out towards the garden. Mm -hmm. I I do not know what the welcome wagon is. Could you be more specific? What do you need me to do? I'm like, no, everything's fine. Just just be prepared to give make a distraction on the street, please. Yeah. The dog. Oh, I will walk over and I will knock on the front door. 
<laughs> I'm like, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. I will walk over and I will prepare to knock on the front door. <laughs> okay. As it's happening, the dog continues to start to like waddle in its like puppy like way and kind of follow you, like, and, like getting all excited. And she's like, Potato, come back. Not now, please. I'm tired. And then she's like, continues washing her carrots. How how far away is um, Shaksana's home from where Avon and I are right now? It's about a 10 to 15 minute walk. Okay. Can I use the, what is it? The messaging, the link that we're all using to communicate with Callie and ask her if they're okay. Yeah. I, I think because she has like a mile, right? Mm-hmm. I have a mm-hmm. mile and an hour. So as long as it's, yeah. Okay. Cal- Callie, can you hear me? Yes. Our link is still connected. How how is it going over there? Uh, complicated at the moment, but you, we have not been discovered as of yet. Do you need any help? I can I can start running over right now. If we're going to need help, we're going to need help in the next thirty seconds. So you might as well stay where you are. I'm going to start running over there, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still prepared to knock on the door and be a distraction. Okay. When I get out to the garden, the same thing. I just head on a swivel to just see if anything other than just crops and plants are what are catching mm-hmm. my attention and if not i'm heading out the back gate yeah as far as you can see it's just like your normal vegetable garden there's some cucumbers there's eggplants and some squash and a lot of the carrots have been upturned or whatever there's holes where they used to be but it seems pretty above board uh potato is still following you in his roly-poly fashion there's a, there's a there is a gate where i can leave out through the um, garden yeah, yeah, and it lets out into the front of the house. All right, I come around to the front of the house, and I just say, tell Callie via the mental link. I'm like, all right, Callie, you ready for plan B? No, you've not told me what plan B is, so I would need no. to be informed. No, just go along with me, and I knock on the door. <laughs> okay. So I depart are- invisibly, come to the uh-huh. front door, and then knock on it normally. Yeah, Potato is still nipping at your heels and following you. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's kind of like, potato, come back. <laughs> potato is an Irish wolfhound. Oh, <laughs> so Once, when knocking on the door breaks my invisibility, I immediately go to full tummy zerberts, everything on the pub. <laughs> you know, like once I'm like yeah. <laughs> outside, really, why yeah. have you stolen this person's dog? No, I haven't. I'm returning the dog. No, trust me, just go with me on this. Yeah. And I, 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 I do like knock again. She, you hear footsteps on the other side, or come running. And sure enough, she opens the door. She's like wiping her hands on her apron. And you notice like she is beautiful. She has like large almond eyes that are lavender colored and just like really high cheekbones. And she's like, oh, did Potato get out again? I'm so sorry. Potato, come here. No, he is adorable. He's a he, she. It's a he. Yeah. Oh, he's a sweet boy. We haven't named him anything yet. Potato is just a placeholder because he seems to love eating them right out of the garden what kind of dog eats potatoes and she like grabs them a dog with good taste um you know uh random uh, what was your name my name is bonnie bonnie and i just like tap callie and i'm like i I think maybe this is her but random question random question okay so (laughs) my wife and i are pregnant and uh, no not her Callie's just my friend no my wife and I are pregnant and we were told that like you were kind of an expert on midwifery and things like that are you that Bonnie I was like there was a beautiful orc named Bonnie lived in this side of town that would be an amazing coincidence if we just like stumbled across your house it is at this point it is at this point that to Sophia's Callie will say I believe we have reached the point where we're going to need your help and assistance immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she like smiles a little bit and she says, 
although I am very fairly acquainted with uh, the female form, I am not fairly acquainted mid- with midwifery. Oh, girl, same. That's what got me into this mess. You know what I mean? Uh, do, do you know? I- <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I don't. Um, you know anybody that does? Like anybody around here? Like it's just because it's like this. Normally, a town like this, there's like a dozen midwives. Not, not so much. You, you know, like anybody in the area. I just, I'm really. Well, it's just I'm, never I'm something I've had to look into. It's like asking someone for a dentist when they don't have any teeth. Well, I mean, you. I don't, I don't want to judge. I don't, I don't know, but but you know what? Hey, I, I've taken enough of your time. All right, sorry, but if you think of anybody, just tell let me know. Oh, I'm very I'll ask some of my straight friends. I, I, well, I still wouldn't want to assume, Bonnie. I'm just, you know, no, no, I no, I understand. It's just you know, me and Shaksana, we're just not interested in children, and so it's just never anything I've looked into. I'm sorry. I know a lot um, about dogs, though. That's well, you know a lot about naming them. I'll tell you that, right? And nice <laughs> yeah. to meet you. My name's Freely, and I extend my hand to shake her hand. She like shakes it back. She's like, "Thank you for returning Potato. I'll try to make sure I keep that back gate locked so he doesn't get out again." That's you know. I, Bye-bye, buddy. Okay. You'll have to come back and visit him. He seems unreasonably fond of you. Well, again, he has excellent taste in people as well as vegetation. (laughs) And then I I turn and I'm like, you know, Kelly, uh, I just got to... Or Kira's so stressed out, but she's got to relax. The baby's going to be fine. And I turn (laughs) and walk away. And I will uh, just nod at this woman and turn and follow freely. And as we're leaving, I will say... It is interesting how uh, people respond to their pets in the same way. I, I, I've i seen multiple friends of mine who responded to my, my pet Shove back at home. That same kind of I've never really understood it. Sometimes they do it to me because I'm small too, but then I pushing and the sword comes out and I'm like, then they stop. Yeah. And I, yes, my, my Shove would often not respond in the same way, but he was a giant bat. Oh, Name Shove? Yes. No, I would love to give Tummy Zerberts to your giant bad Shove. That'd be a, an adventure that'd be worth taking. Well, it is a long distance to get back to my hometown, but I would definitely like to, to bring you, and you could do the thing to Shove. Maybe he would like it better if you did it. You know, maybe again, you know, I, I, did you, have you just ever asked him? Maybe he's not into it. Maybe he's an ear scratch bat. You know, like different, they want different things. You know, hashtag not all bats. Unfortunately, I've not been able to have the same conversations with Shove that I have with the horses. Well, I would love to assist you in that. Yes. Also now in the psychic link, I will let Sophia's know. We are currently leaving. It seems like there has not been any uh, dire circumstances, although I am very confused. Uh, just as she says that I like break around the corner, I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> I, oh, oh, um, hey, where's my accent? <laughs> I, 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 you ran so hard, you lost your accent. No, I've been there. If I had a necklace, oh, so yeah. uh, hello, uh, Freely, uh, fancy seeing you here. How is, um, how is Sandra? Uh, how far along is she now? I'm like, oh my goodness! Thank you for checking in, Sophia. And then I'm like, no, come, let's let's go talk about it. And then like just walk away from the mm-hmm. house. And as oh, you're walking we away were... from the house, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we're you, leaving. Yeah, mm-hmm. you like hear like a same goblin snotty voice behind you, Averin, as she's like, well, I, I heard you kept talking about spicy rocks, so I got you one. And it's like a mage hand holding like a sizzling rock. She's like, sometimes I can't keep your thoughts out of my head. Sometimes I also go poking around in there. 
How are you doing that without burning yourself right now? Well, it's the mage head. Avrin, you've done a great thing. You she turned like, her into a warlock, over to and you. now I have a spicy rock. <laughs> When, when I see when I see her floated over, I activate my own mage hand, and I'm like, ah, why don't you let me have that, Daisy? Thanks. There we go. Yeah, she's like waving it in your face, like, look, I got yeah. it for you. Like this, like <laughs> red hot rock. Oh, this is a uh, you are using mage hands for a Daisy chain. Yeah. Wow. Thank, thank you all for tuning in. That's our show. That's <laughs> yeah. That might be the whole that actually series. is. <laughs> yeah. That's, that actually is. We're, yeah. The Daisy chain. Yeah. I was about to say you, you didn't know potato. that Freely you didn't know that Freely knew plane shift, but right then, immediately, he's <laughs> like, "Well, okay, bye." <laughs> that that's the thing, not the not the my wife or Kira who's pregnant. No, it's the. <laughs> that was so funny. You should have just stuck with that. I was doing because the my look best. on Lauren's face as as <laughs> that was Lauren <laughs> trying like, to keep in character in that moment, and then just Callie like. <laughs> like nope i'm not that character at the moment i'm almost 100 sure i do not have a small child in my belly right now <laughs> <laughs> i am not sure i'm playing that character anymore and so i really can't respond to that the way that i should <laughs> also I, I would like to take a moment to thank daisy you are so heroic for picking up this hot spicy rock for me and i'm so happy you did not hurt yourself where did you find this from i stole it from the kitchen you just stole it i just so took it the wonderful little goblin warlock yeah, you I are. I just distracted the guy. I was like, oh, wow, you're so strong, but you can't beat me in an arm wrestle match. Then they always think you're like small and weak. So they're like, oh, yeah. Then they pretend to let you win because nobody's going to be a seven-year-old. You'd have to be like just, who I, does that? Nobody does that. I don't they're like, think, oh, you're so strong. And I'm like, I don't yeah. think he lets you win. I think you won fair and square. See, that's what all the adults think. They say that they say that to me and that I, I don't know. I know. I know. Yes, but I make I take advantage. Uh, Daisy, you should always <laughs> take advantage of those that would assume that you are not as smart as you are. And on that note, we'll call tonight's <laughs> session to a close. <laughs> With that important, that very important tidbit of wisdom to always take advantage of people who are not as smart as you are. Who are going to assume that you're dumb. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely. Right, kids. <laughs> just cue oh, the bowler head guy monologue perception yeah. is a powerful thing yep. i'm concerned that i'm that good at handling a city council meeting i have probably no moral background bone in some way <laughs> like, I'm maybe very... that maybe that helped you the strength mm. that was roll, weird roll with advantage on skullduggery yes and yeah. It might yeah. be strength. if i were level six i could help you out with that todd but you're on your own <laughs> No, yeah, apparently he's what, just fine. That's what, that's <laughs> yeah, what I like about so. Avery. It doesn't even matter, like necessarily the roles. I I just know how bu to bullshit. <laughs> I just mm -hmm. watched Tom Hillston all day. I'm like, what would Tom do? Mm -hmm. I'm super looking forward to finding out who the god is that you're gonna have to listen to for three different sessions. <laughs> I just want you to know that god is not in. I'm not in that room with that god. That god is in that room with me. <laughs> <laughs> so. I still stand by my statement of wanting to know, which. <laughs> Very valid. Very valid. Callie really wants to be in that psychic link at that moment when that happens. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Yeah, that's going to be real interesting. Uh, thank be. you so much, Jasmine. That was an yes, amazing game. Thank you that so much for so playing with me. I had such a great time, and I hope you did, too. Chat, let's go ahead and get some shout outs going. Uh, B. Dave, take it away. Uh, hello, B. Dave Walters. Uh, I say words about things. Been saying a lot more words about a lot more things <laughs> lately. Uh, 
Yeah, so follow me on Twitter where I've been spitting a lot of hot fire. Um, and, uh, you know, thank you all for, for tuning in. Thank you for your support. Black Lives Matter. Keep the fight going. Uh, Lauren, take it away. Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the community manager for D&D Beyond. If you'd like to know why I was speaking in a gravelly voice at the beginning of this game, you should watch Beyond Heroes, which is the game <laughs> tomorrow we're playing and where I'm, I'm playing that character that I'm not playing today with Todd, who is the DM, who is awesome. Thank you. Speaking of Todd. I am a DM. I DM Beyond Heroes. I like this game very much. I like being able to play with Megan and also Freely. <laughs> Freely's <Aww>. okay too. <laughs> I see Lauren all hey, the time. Freely's right about everything. You said it. I got it. Everybody heard it. Uh, Black Lives boring. Matter. Yes. Um, there is an excellent conversation that was had on Todd Talks where Todd doesn't talk, which is good, uh, with uh, some really great black tabletop creators all together discussing current events and you should check that out that will be on some vod right now on twitch it'll be up on youtube tomorrow and megan hi my name is megan kenrick you can find me on twitter and twitch at megan kenrick and i think both b dave and i will be in scraticus's 24-hour charity event on june 20th are you in the same game i think we are in the same game right was it the 20th or the 14th? I legit have agreed I to think so many things. I've lost I think it. it's the 20th. Because <laughs> okay. I'm also Whenever in that weekend. Is, yeah. <laughs> I'm the in 19th and the 20th. Weekend and it's just things that, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that'll we be do things. Uh, 3 p.m. Pacific time, I believe. And then the very next day, I will be on uh, D4's show as Sophia's. Very hey. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. And yeah. I, I am that bronze girl. I've been taking a little bit of a hiatus, but it's not because I don't think Black Lives Matter is a wonderful cause. And, um, you know, I'm really happy that we've been as a community coming together and like holding people accountable. I think that's important. I think it's important to use your platform for things other than just entertainment. However, I needed a mental health break, so I'm still kind of easing back in. Uh, so I apologize for my silence on that. But I got to take care. I got to put on my mask first. <laughs> and Secure so, your own oxygen Yeah. Yep. If you're like, oh, Bronze hasn't been on Twitter or anything lately. It's not because I'm not engaged and I don't care. It's more because I, yeah, yeah. You guys probably don't need to know that. But this isn't over. This shouldn't be a trending hashtag for a week and then go away. This should be something that should stay on your radar. Um, so I'm going to leave you with that wisdom. Thank you so much for coming out. I appreciate you all. And we will be back next Tuesday. Same great place, same great time. Thank you, Thank you everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Silver and Steel features Jasmine Bueller as Dungeon Master with players B. Dave Walters, Megan Kenrick, Todd Kenrick, and Lauren Urban. This podcast is pulled from our live stream, which airs on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash Beyond. It's produced by William Box in association with D&D Beyond. Find out more at dndbeyond.com.